This is News Talk 980 CKNW. We have a lot of health news on the program today. Shifting gears now and talking now and uh, talking about something that an estimated 8,700 Canadians are diagnosed with every year. Uh, talking about bladder cancer. And my next guest has a personal story to share. Ed London joins us on the line. Ed, thank you so much for being with us this morning. You're welcome. Uh, tell us a little bit about your uh, history and your uh, battle with bladder cancer. Um, back in August of, 19, uh, of 2011, um, I came back from Mexico vacation, and uh, I found symptoms. I had to get up in the night to urinate and went to a doctor. Antibiotics didn't help me and uh, consulted a urologist, and he said I had a tumor. And uh, they did day surgery on it. Uh, but um, they found that it had spread to the bladder wall, which meant that in six months I had to have a major operation, which was uh, removal of the bladder and and replacement with an artificial one, which is made from a piece of the colon. Um, So I had about three months of chemo in 2011 before they did the operation, and then they went ahead and did it. And uh, basically everything was fine for about a year until the cancer came back, and it came back exactly where they'd made the cut in the colon, uh, which sort of makes you wonder a bit about jumping into surgery if there's options. Um, I was then told that I had to have a, sort of an emergency bypass operation followed in two months by a major major operation to, again, take out the um, artificial bladder and take out the giant tumor. And uh, I did consult uh, at the Vancouver Cancer Center with Dr. Eigel because I wanted a second opinion. Um, But at the time, all he had to offer me was uh, the traditional uh, chemo and radiation combination. And he did tell me that it unfortunately would not make the tumor go away. So uh, I reluctantly went in for the the major operation again, I I know that when you get bladder cancer back a second or third time, the chances of it not coming back and spreading are only about 10%. You've got a 90% chance of losing out. But I went ahead because I thought 10% was better than 0%. So I did that. And uh, again, uh, things went okay for a year. And then I found a, a sort of a large bump on my stomach, which was sort of like a hot dog stuck under the skin. And I went back to the surgeon and they told me that it was a huge tumor and that I had just a matter of a couple of months to live, maybe three or four if I was lucky. Um, At that point, I went back to Dr. Eigel once more. And uh, he said that uh, he had a a new... um, therapy, which, which, which was experimental, um, it actually turned out to be called T-centric, and it was being done by Roche of Switzerland, and um, if I wanted to participate in this study, I could. So uh, beginning in October 2014, um, I took it. It, it, was, it was better than chemo because it only took 30 minutes every uh, three weeks instead of uh, 90 minutes every week or so. And uh, there were no negative effects, no tiredness or thinning hair, anything like that. 
Um, the problem was that after taking it um, in October, November, my weight was still going down alarmingly. I'd, I'd been diagnosed, like I was 5'8", at 165 pounds, and by mid-November, I was down to 135 pounds, and I basically looked like a walking corpse, so things looked terminal. Um, I continued to get this uh, treatment every three weeks, and amazingly, um, by early December, uh, the five-inch tumor had suddenly shrunk about 50% of the size, and I did gain back 10 pounds um, and was starting to feel almost normal. Um, I continued with the immunotherapy without any side effects. Um, in another month, the, the tumor had entirely disappeared, uh, although I still had three other tumors in my abdomen. They had been diagnosed earlier about the size of marbles, but they had gone down in size quite a lot. So I continued with the uh, immunotherapy for another 16 months when the latest scan showed that two of the tiny tumors had grown to about half an inch each and a new third one had appeared. Uh, at that point, Dr. Igel told me the immunotherapy was no longer working and it was canceled. So um, April of 2016, I went back to conventional carbon chemo in the Richmond Hospital, which is what I'd been taking back in 2011. Um, I did have a scan in June of 2016, and it showed the tumor is much reduced. So uh, another scan in September so showed no change, and at uh, the end of October, I stopped the chemo. Um, so after that, I had one more scan this January 2017, and again, no change. Um, so it, it seemed uh, somewhat of a miracle, um, and uh, it had sort of done a 180-degree turn for me since I'd been pronounced uh, terminal uh, back in September of 2014 and uh, was not expected to live beyond 2014, but uh, here it is in close to middle of 2017, and I'm still around. And it sounds like had you not asked questions and gone back to your doctor and found this trial, you wouldn't still be here. Exactly, exactly. I guess the whole thing was getting that second opinion, and, and I wish I could have had that immunotherapy earlier and avoided all the surgery. But of course, it wasn't available until the following year. Uh, and goes to show as well, there there are constantly, uh, well, maybe not as much as, as many people would like, but there are new therapies and new treatments coming on. Uh, what would your advice be to somebody who perhaps is going through something similar and just starting treatment? I would say they should definitely look at all the options. That uh, Besides consulting with their own doctor and surgeons, they should uh, consult with the Vancouver Cancer Center because there are people there who can uh, tell them what other options are available. The, the treatment that I had, which was just experimental and, and uh, I, I believe is now going to be approved for Canada. Uh, so people will be able to, because you got into a clinical trial, but it's not exactly. as though that was available for anybody at that point. No, they were just, I think they only picked about three people. Um, mm. And it does not work for everybody, but apparently worldwide it it works for around 30%. Which is better than the, 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 the 10%, which was the original amount you were given. Uh, well, they never told me 10%. I looked that up myself on the Internet. Uh, they basically, uh, this, each time the surgeon did the surgery, he said, well, you're good for another 10 years, which turned out to be more like one year. Hmm. Uh, it really does go to show as well as, as being an advocate for yourself, uh, to be a patient's advocate. You really have to, like you said, you were looking up stuff uh, on your own. You really have to be your own best advocate. 
yeah, if you're not going to do it, you can't really expect others to get into that for you. And, and everybody's different, so you have to decide for yourself and uh, if you think this is something that's going to work for you. All right. Well, Ed, I'm glad that uh, it worked and you're still here and able to talk to us this morning. A good uh, tale for anybody who might be uh, in a similar situation. Uh, Ed, thank you for joining us. Thanks for sharing your story this morning. You're most welcome. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.